0: Together, we will win. Now, here's your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Dremisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego.
1: All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Gun Owners Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170.
0: The Answer.
1: Hey, you should be able to defend yourself and your loved ones. The problem is that lawmakers don't understand that criminals don't obey the law. Gun control laws just make it harder for law-abiding citizens to protect themselves. What can you do about it? You can join a Second Amendment activist group like San Diego County Gun Owners. STCGO makes activism easy. STCGO connects you with other gun owners. Working together, we're getting more pro-gun officials elected. Join today at SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com. Go to SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com and join today. Well, we have a prize winner, Jim Rankins. You have a Gun Owners Radio prize pack coming that's right stickers patches goodies and if you want to win folks all you have to do is join the gun owner radio newsletter all right we have a very special guest in the house we have amy rickert uh and she is here uh gonna hang out with us co-host did you even know that yes you thought you were here for the lunch
2: (laughs) is there food involved
1: no there's no food i'm sorry that was Joe's job. He was supposed to bring it. Oh, it's good to have a job, though. It's nice. I could do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was going to say we have uh, bananas and apples in the other room. Bananas and apples.
2: Right? Come on, that mm,
3: right.
1: fried uh, chicken, man. That's what I'm looking for.
0: I'll take some <laughs> apple slices. There you go.
1: Okay. See, uh, I knew you would. But you already go. got something else. What is that? Uh,
0: uh Uncrustables pizza rolls.
1: That sounds pretty. That sounds pretty. Well, you just stay in the <laughs> box. Okay, sorry. Can't <laughs> let you go anywhere. All right, so. Uh, So, Amy, I understand you're running for supervisor.
2: I sure am, and I'm running against Nathan Fletcher.
1: Didn't I just see you on KUSI this morning?
2: I was. I was on this morning.
1: So was I.
2: That's so cool. I watched you. Oh, very cool. I'm
1: sitting here going, darn, she looks familiar. And and in fact, (laughs) it was funny because I walked out of the studio and Tommy was there. I go, oh, Nathan Fletcher's in serious trouble. He goes, yeah, I think so, too. So you did a really good job this morning. Thank you. And, and you're not a hardcore politician. I mean, it's not like you've been doing this your whole life.
2: No. A couple of years ago, I didn't even really know who my county board of supervisors were. I know.
1: I don't either. I know exactly the feeling. But I loved your uh, slogan, Mama. Was it Mama Bears?
2: Mama Bears. Yes, Mama Bears for Amy for Supervisor.
1: Why did you pick that? Because you're a mama bear, right?
2: Yeah, like I said, a couple of years ago, I didn't even know who my county board of supervisors yeah. were, and little did we know how important they would become well, during these lockdowns. Until and they
1: start doing
4: things that that make you want to know who they
1: well,
2: are. And awaken <laughs> the mama bear. That's
1: right. And I think that is probably, and I can't think of anything else positive that COVID has done for the for the country except awareness. And I think if it had to been for COVID, one, you probably wouldn't be running for supervisor, right?
2: No, I would just be living my life.
1: Doing your thing, Doing raising thing. your kids. Yep. Hoping that the schools were raising them the way you wanted them to be raised.
2: Well, I pulled my son out of public school a couple years ago. Really? I saw the writing on the wall.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the one of the big things that happened. If, if there is a positive thing with all this COVID That's stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's the only... Is, yeah, because I, I think with, uh, with the kids being stuck at home and then the parents being at home to work, I think for the first time, parents were starting to actually hear what was going on at school, you know, because I think as, you know, as parents, both parents are working, everybody's busy. Okay. Yeah. The kids are in school, but you're not paying maybe as close attention as you should. And I think having the kids at home, having that stuff streamed over the computer and now you're sitting there with it and it's what, what, wait a minute. What did they do? What did they just say? (laughs) And I think a lot of people woke up. We saw what happened in Virginia and, um, and that kind of stuff's been going on all around the
1: country. What book are they reading? What, what is that topic? What yeah. Are you kidding me?
4: Well, and then the other, the, did you see the mom the other day that was reading uh, out of the book that was um, oh. in her, her child's library, basically, and, and they, they, threw they her stopped out. her, yeah, because they said it's inappropriate. She said, yes. That That's my point. point. That's
1: why I'm here. So according to KUSI, you've been doing extremely well. You've got over, what, 150 volunteers that are helping you out?
2: Yes. I just got redistricted just a couple months ago. So, as you know, we go through the census every 10 years, Mm. and then they redraw the lines. And lo and behold, I woke up in January, and instead of being in Joel Anderson's district, I live in La Mesa, I found myself in Nathan Fletcher's district. And while there were a lot of moans throughout the county when they found out Nathan Fletcher was their new supervisor, I was cheering. I was like, yes, game on, let's do this.
1: I've definitely got something to get up for now. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I mean... Now the only thing we have to do is keep keep everything legal. keep the vote well you know the voting not you, but you know I hate to say it, but the left doesn't like to lose. well, you're not in the un you're you're not running with the uh,
4: party that doesn't keep things legal, right? So, you're,
2: you're no
1: she's party. not but, but I, we have, got.
2: I have been endorsed by the san diego republican party right. the california gop i've been endorsed by the san diego county gun owners
1: that's right that's <laughs> why you're here the big endorsement as we speak and
2: i've been endorsed by the san diego libertarian party
1: fantastic right okay Congrats. so what did what did you do before you. this what did you do before this
2: so I've had a few lifetimes of careers, so to speak. <laughs> I am a state-licensed private investigator in California. I've had my license since 1999. Ah. In 2004, I was in ministry at Eastlake Church for 10 years. Wow. So I have my uh, master's in divinity, too.
0: No kidding. And
2: then when I had my now 11-year-old son, three weeks after I turned 43, I decided, you know what, I'd really rather do something that I could work from home. And so I work in marketing remotely. So that's what I've been doing. And wow. I'm the director of partnerships for a very successful e-commerce company.
1: See, and, and really all three of those fit your new job title or what you're running for perfectly. Oh, Don't you it's think? great.
2: It, they're all about people. Yeah. Ministry was about yeah. people. Investigations was about helping people and in marketing it's about growing people and growing industry and it's yes so as the co-founder of reopen san diego which is my labor of love Uh i've applied all of my life experiences to growing reopen san diego to what it is today
1: well it's funny i didn't get radio till i was 50 i didn't get on kusi until i was 50 but all my life experiences being in the car industry is what catapulted me into those two areas to where now yeah it's 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 easy for me to do this you know and guns not so much but I started a gun show a few years back and that didn't work the way I wanted it to it got became too political this is the best group I've ever worked with we've been doing this what six years uh, six or seven could
4: be not me but uh,
1: well you've been with us most of them I think yeah you've been with <laughs> us most of them I've yeah, of, it's of, been of, that long. Yeah, I know. Time flies. <laughs> In fact, if you really want to know if if everybody's doing their job properly, this is episode two ninety four. So you do the math. So you're raising money. You're getting people. You're 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 getting yourself out there. I mean, hopefully, you're. I'm sure you're going to end up on all the TV stations.
2: Oh, yeah. Every night, it's a different event. Yeah. Every day, it's, sometimes it's two, three different events.
1: Right. But you're very outgoing. You're very personable. And you're an easy person to to relate to. Because, I mean, you're right down here with the rest of us. You know? I,
2: I love people. And sure. one of the things, uh, I recently spoke at a San Diego County gun owners meeting. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know what? I'm one of you. You're one of us at Mm -hmm. Reopen San Diego. I can remember in the very beginning, we would have these things called freedom markets Mm. to support small businesses. And San Diego County gun owners had a booth at all of our freedom markets. And so, you know, we just go way back. Plus, I went to gun prom last year.
1: Yes, it wasn't that fun? Yes. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1. A.M.
0: 1170.
1: The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1. A.M. 1170.
0: The answer.
1: So Nathan Fletcher has proved himself to
4: be a tyrant. Mask mandates for children, shutting down businesses, trying to shut down gun shops. The list goes on and on. This year, we have the opportunity to get Nathan out of office and get somebody that supports your freedom, Amy Riker.
1: But first, if you have legal matters that involve firearms, then you need to call California firearms lawyer John Dillon. If you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant, call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. Call 760 760- six four two seven one five oh or you can visit his website at dylanlawgp.com
4: oh, okay so i'm gonna do this again all sure right. you're not all well right. you might as well so let me reintroduce amy reichert uh, candidate for san diego board of supervisors amy's running against uh nathan fletcher hopefully very successfully this year so amy welcome back
2: thanks for having me
4: all right so um we were we um we were talking a little bit about that on the last segment I want to back up just for a second, because you mentioned that, um, that Reopen San Diego had a bunch of major things go on here recently. Do you want to touch on that, and then we'll roll back into the supervisor race?
2: Absolutely. Well, the past 18 months, it's so easy for so many people to feel like we're not winning in California and that there's no hope. I mean, we all know people who just left the state. They just had enough. And the thing is, is Reopen San Diego is comprised of people from all walks of life that are not given up on this state and have had enough of the tyranny. And some of the wins are pretty amazing. I don't know if you remember, but Mayor Todd Gloria for San Diego tweeted that he would award a mayoral proclamation to the first restaurant that would do vaccine passports. And reopened San Diego, we sprung into action and we built a coalition of 300 businesses in the county that said no, We will not discriminate, even displaying signs in their window. And as you know, there were vaccine passports in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Boston, New York City, and reopened San Diego successfully kept them out of San Diego County.
1: Excellent. That is awesome. Man, I tell you, I live in Alpine. And we fought. Freedom loving, we, I love Alpine. We fought like you would not believe. We had a, we actually had a business owner, and she, the sheriff came with the health department, and the sheriff eats lunch at this restaurant every day, so she felt kind of bad. She just stood in the back, and the health work, the health person says, "All right, you have to sign this." She goes, "No." Well, then you 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 have to do no. She said, "Well, you." So she took it, wadded it up, and threw it at her. Then, we called, then she called me and said, I think I got myself in trouble. <laughs> Can you help me? I go, what do you want me to do? She says, well, don't you know Joel Anderson? I go, yeah. So I called Joel, and Joel put a stop to it. And we we were in our own little world up there, except all you people from La Mesa kept coming up because you, did, you didn't have to put a mask on or anything in any of our restaurants, but that's okay. We still like you. <laughs> I'm going to let you continue yeah. on.
4: No, it's good you uh, you jumped in and did that, too. And I think and it's great because it's a real grassroots kind mm-hmm. of organization. It's a lot like San Diego County gun owners. And, uh, you know, you guys just were, I, I think, until people stand up to that stuff, I mean, and it took a long time for people to stand up to it. But, like, a lot of people sacrificed. I remember you were working uh, real closely with the uh, police in San Diego, the firefighters who were being threatened, uh, who were losing jobs over these vaccines. And uh, it's interesting now because I think it's, Uh, not that they're backing off on it but i think they lost well they lost that battle and i I would i would love to see some justice or some lawsuits
3: well look at all
2: the people there are lawsuits but look at all the people
1: that lost their jobs doctors nurses you know and now it's like okay not no problem you don't need wait a minute i lost my job are you going to give it back to me
2: I know. And that's what's been so tragic about this. And I liken it to there's a thousand fires burning in California right now. Uh Literally every morning when you wake up, you feel like you're being sucker punched. Yeah. You know? And so in the case of our first responders... This happened in November. Mayor Todd Gloria was going to fire 1,000 first responders three weeks before Christmas, just like they did in New York City, yeah. and not even offer them a religious exemption. Nope. So police officers came to reopen San Diego, and they said, our own union won't support us. Will you help us do a press conference? So we had a Protect the Protectors press conference at I see City that. Hall. We had 500 people show up, and guess what? the POA started talking to its own cops yeah. and then mayor Todd Gloria started backing down so he's going to try to spin it like he won mm. but we saved a thousand first yeah. responders yeah. but then there's there's other things too that came up so right after that mayor Todd Gloria and the San Diego City Council passed an ordinance saying that if you're not vaccinated you can't hold elected office and I know. You're giving me that look like, is that even possible? I hadn't even heard that one. That's just blatantly unconstitutional. Absolutely. And let me tell you, Reopen San Diego, we are really big on the Constitution. I think that's why we get along so well with Mm -hmm. the San Diego Mm -hmm. County gun owners. And a lot of people that are part of Reopen San Diego are also active members of San Diego County gun owners. But we're like, no, we are not going to stand for this. And we put our money where our mouth is and we sued in federal court against the city and we have some great attorneys the same attorneys that successfully sued gavin Newsom to reopen uh north county schools so uh, we're very confident that we're going to prevail prevail in that
4: wow and that's excellent because like i said you can't you know you're talking about the constitution and especially you know we're sensitive to it as you know gun owners and a guns right a gun rights place or group and um you know it's like they ignore the constant and they they don't seem to care and they just chip away at it and they know they can get away with it for a while until somebody you know decides to bring a lawsuit and then they could still get away with it you know for years um the one that uh you you're probably familiar with the uh, was sb906 i think that we talked about last week where they want to require parents to have to notify uh, the schools about their gun ownership what they own how they store it where they store it and you know and that'll go right through basically i'm sure uh, the governor will sign that and then some you know a group like your group like our group is going to have to challenge that and push back on it but it's it's so refreshing to have people like you guys out there yeah
1: so this is the first great. time i've had this show and i i'm happy
2: well there's even more good news good cuz so, i'm normally
1: depressed
2: well <laughs> we can call Dylan. I, I truly believe that there is hope for california i know that's controversial but it there is hope so this was about a month ago so reopen san diego we always show up to the board of supervisors when they'll let us in except for they were shut down for the past two months from uh, december to january so we would call in and this is one of the things that i said during my two-minute speech i said if i'm elected to replace nathan fletcher i promise the very first thing that i will do is roll back and end the vaccine mandates on new hires Right so you know, and then there were some other people that also called in about that issue. well then uh, when it came around for discussion, Jim Desmond brought that up. hey, we should have the the CAO, the county administrative officer take a look at this and phase this out. Well, Nathan Fletcher butts in he's like, well, it was never supposed to be permanent. it was only supposed to be temporary. <sighs> Well, tell that to the people that lost their jobs. Tell that to the people who had their promotions denied at the county. So I am so happy to announce that as of April 5th, people will no longer be discriminated against for the county for new hires, and they are ending the weekly mandatory testing for county employees.
1: No kidding.
2: Nathan Fletcher's scared.
1: (laughs) I I think you're right. I I think you're at Well, because, you know, it's... It's like the bully in the yard. You know, if he keeps pushing you around and push and nobody stands up to him, then he's gonna to continue to be the bully. Then all of a sudden you, your group, stood up to him and Gloria, and now they're backing down because they realize they're not they're not the bullies anymore.
2: Yeah, and and he really is a bully. He has gone after me five times. In order to fundraise through his emails, sure. he has called me a gun nut, right? So He's you must be threatening.
1: Cons- yeah, well, you got to be threatening, or <laughs> he, he must be, be attacking well. you.
2: He's called me all these horrible names, right? It's like, yeah. please, I know. Yeah. get get a hold of yourself. Yeah, later. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, go go. Dude. Yeah, go to work at Home Depot. You'll be fine. Go in the garden department. It'll, it'll be okay. He can hang around all the other pansies, but that's another story.
4: Yeah. So I, I, just, uh, I don't know. I'm just so happy to see you doing this. me too. <laughs> so how, how's your race going? How's it all? Is there a lot of excitement there in your district and, uh, with the people? Cause you would think people would not be happy with I, that. That's the other thing that amazes me in California that, you know, we have this really because we, we choose this, we vote for these people, we keep them in office. And it's not like it's just conservatives are suffering here. Everybody's suffering with yes, this. left you and know, right. Everybody when I go buy gas on the way home and it's uh, you know, pushing six dollars. What was it? Five fifty five, I think, the last time. Six
1: and, six you know? Chevron is six twelve.
4: Yeah, and see, and that's not that's not just the conservative gas stations. You know, I mean everybody's paying that, everybody's suffering, yet we still seem the vote for these same people and keep them in office. It's uh frustrating. So uh, hopefully you're gonna make a big change here, I think. Uh shake things up
2: and and people are really happy when I tell people that I'm running people hug me they oh, yeah. cheer yeah one guy was so happy he literally fell out of his chair
4: <laughs>
1: well yeah. there's no this is why I say I I didn't my first show that I do is off-road San Diego County San Diego off-road coalition and the government's trying to close the desert close the mountains close the trails so I'm all bummed out for that hour And then I do my automotive and motorsports, and I'm all happy again. Then I come and do this show, and then I'm back being depressed again until you showed up. So we need to bring her in as a permanent co-host. I think so, yeah. Just the best Well, because, uh, and (laughs) and like I said, I think it's so important that you're, I mean, you're putting in the the due diligence. What are you doing? Four hours of night's sleep? Maybe five, if you're lucky?
2: No, I'm really disciplined when it comes to my routine. So, Things really changed for me. So a couple of years ago, so 2020 was a wake-up call for me. I'm sure it was a lot of uh, wake-up call for a lot of people listening. And, you know, just like Michael lost a lot of weight, I lost 45 pounds. I know, right? Wow. And I walk every morning three miles a day. So you have your your discipline. And I get regular sleep, and I have a full-time job. And I make French toast for my family on Sundays and dinner at night. And mm. I have their 1,000% support.
1: There you go. You know? Well, yeah, if so, you don't have that, this would be a really tough job, let me yes. tell you. All right, well, let's take a quick break. and we come back, a whole lot more right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio FM 961 AM 1170 the answer is getting your pilot's license on your bucket list well make that dream come true at San Diego Flight Training International we are very excited to welcome San Diego Flight Training International as a new sponsor you can learn to fly start the adventure of a lifetime in the heart of San Diego right at Montgomery Field getting started is easy just give them a call at 858 569 1822. Learn to fly with SDFTI. Just call today, 858 569 1822. We got AB Record in the house. She's running for supervisor. She's going to dethrone Nathan Fletcher. Yes. And I don't know, we're hoping that we can get him a job driving a garbage truck, which I think would be Some, a perfect Somewhere job. else. <laughs> driving a garbage truck could be fine. I think he could handle that little arm that puts stuff in the bottom. So Amy comes to us with not a ton of political experience, which I think is personally a good idea. You have no bad habits to speak of. You've surrounded yourself with like-minded people that have the same goal. And I think that, to me, is going to be the success. You don't have any preconceived notions. You're not trying to... I joked off air. Become mayor? You're not interested in being mayor. You just want to fix what you can fix at what your level you're fixing it at.
2: That's right. I mean, it took me by surprise. January, the lines were re- redrawn, and when I saw that, I felt it was. So my you wouldn't duty have done
1: anything do- if those lines had not been drawn.
2: I would not have done anything.
1: And it's because you lost Joel.
2: I lost Joel, and I just could not live with nathan fletcher in my district so we're going to change that and make it our district
1: okay so i'm going to do a michael schwartz what is your opinion on guns because that's what he would say right he would yeah yeah it's a gun show not as eloquently as that but he would say that (laughs) so what is your position well maybe not just necessarily on guns but second amendment rights and gun ownership
2: yeah well i'll talk about both and One of the things that I say, and what a lot of other people say, that if we didn't have the Second Amendment, we wouldn't be able to have the First Amendment. Right. And especially from our perspective, here at Reopen San Diego, we've been looking at all these other countries like Australia. Oh, my god! Didn't that shock you? It was shocking.
1: I couldn't believe it.
2: It was predictable based upon having their guns taken away. Yeah. But, wow, I never would have thought that the people of Australia would have rolled over that easily, but they didn't have any power on their side. Right. So, but we have the Constitution, and that's, uh, that's something that I, I strongly believe in. I've got my pocket Constitution right in here.
1: Just in case. There it is. Look
2: Always at carry it with me.
1: Yeah. Just in case you have to do a little reference. Well, Joe hit it right on the head. You know, I mean, Joe's been, what, banging your head against this issue for a long time.
4: What is, yeah, with the, the gun rights and yeah. just the, the abuse of that. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because we always say that, you know, okay, well, he's a county supervisor, so they don't really, you know, they don't write the laws or anything. But they do make ordinances, and they do cause problems. And just recently, and again, Nathan Fletcher, I think, spearheaded these things with the uh, the ban on the, uh, the 80% lower kind of thing, like they have in the city of San Diego, uh, you know, moving that out to the county the uh, the safe storage stuff, which is just idiotic, um, but again, so they they can make it a problem here, you know, locally. If you get people that that are anti Second Amendment or anti Constitution locally, and the other thing that's good too is uh, we can make a difference here. I mean, yes, you know, Nathan Fletcher's the incumbent, big powerful politician, but Nathan Fletcher could be beaten, and these local elections, you know, I mean, with uh, even with Joel last time, you know, 250 votes. Uh, we can have an impact uh, here locally. So this is uh, just a, a great way to get into that because, um, you know, now with, uh, what do we have, uh, Joel and Jim Desmond on the, uh, on the board, and so there's always three that, that are kind of the other way. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate because it's not even a discussion now. It's just it's hard over that way. And, uh, you know, sure, it would be nice to have uh, three to two with the good guys ahead.
2: Oh, absolutely. And our experience has been that we have brought a historic amount of people to the county board of supervisors. We showed up on August thirty-first with over two hundred people filling out a speaker slip. And And they've never seen that before. I asked the sheriff's deputy and he said this is this this is history making. And you know, (laughs) we made all of local news, national news, international news. There were videos that went viral about that. And here's the thing, it didn't matter. And here's the thing, it should matter, because if you look at the org chart for the County of San Diego, it's supposed to be the people, and then the Board of Supervisors, right? and then all of the departments. It's on their actual website, but they have not been behaving as if the people are at the top of the org chart. So we want to reclaim that.
1: And I think what you've done with this, and and Joe, you hit a really good point, and you as well. I think other cities are starting to look and say, "Hey, if San Diego can do it, you know, we don't want to put up with this ridiculous, you know, you know, insanity that they are, they're throwing at us." So I think it's going to spread, and I think the more it spreads, I think the wave. Like you said, I've never been to a a, a board meeting ever, you know, but I will. You know what I'm saying? Because we, if we don't all do it together. If we don't all all like-minded join up, then we're just going to be complacent and we'll be right back where we were before.
2: Absolutely. My son, he's in fifth grade and he's 11 years old. He's been to a county board of supervisors sure. meeting for 13 hours straight. He brought his homework and he was doing his <laughs> homework up in the balcony, but he loved it. Yeah. And he can name every single San Diego county board of supervisor wow. and if they're on our side or not.
1: Uh. which is really
2: cool and and he loves it but you know here's the thing with our experience (laughs) our experience has been that when we did go before the board of supervisors that here I was taking off a day from work just like many other people who were there and then we would wait seven eight hours for our time to speak where we would get two Two minutes, minutes and Nathan Fletcher wouldn't even look at us He wouldn't even look at my son who was standing there with me at the podium. He just stared down at his phone the entire time. And later we found out he was tweeting F-bombs and mocking his own constituents. Really? And that is just, that's not a public servant.
1: No, no, no. But, well, we know why he's in office. I mean, it's not anything other than to climb the ladder.
2: That's what a lot of people are telling me, well, and I have to tell you that's been my observation as well.
1: Yeah, he used to come to he used to come to KUSI. I don't, we haven't seen him there in a long time, but there was a time when he was, you know, pretty on the on the right side to a certain degree. But then I don't know what changed him. But man, he is just—it's terrible. You know, so, and, I'm thrilled.
2: Yeah, and I just want to say that you know, to the listeners out there, no matter where you are in San Diego County right now. When I beat Nathan Fletcher, this is going to change everything for everybody in every part of the county. This will be a very good thing and a very good day in San Diego.
1: I think you're absolutely right. So what do what does the general public need to do to help you?
2: Please go to my website. You know, we've talked a lot about Nathan Fletcher. But, you know, I, I also wanted to say what we're for. And we are for freedom. Mm-hmm. We are for liberty. Right. And you can find out more by going to amyforsandiego.com. That's amyforsandiego.com. Nice
1: and you easy. You can
2: get a yard sign there. You can sign up as a volunteer. You can donate. So far in two months, we've raised nearly $50,000 for my campaign. Wow. Yes. That's
1: amazing.
2: Thank you.
1: Well, the other thing I like, too, and because most of the time if we bring a politician in here to talk, First thing they want is a donation. You know, we almost had to pull it out of you. you know, we've been here almost an hour, and you finally brought that up. But what I like is that you're looking for volunteers. You're looking for people to help make this happen, like-minded people. And it gives people that wouldn't think that they would make a difference make a difference because of the like-minded people that are uh, on this. And I think Open San Diego probably had a lot to do with it because that's where you got your grassroots, I'm sure.
2: Well, just like I think a lot of people that are listening right now, if you had a different opinion about the Second Amendment, maybe you lost some friends over your beliefs, (laughs) right? And so people are able to connect with San Diego County gun owners and be with like-minded people. And that's the same way it's been with Reopen San Diego, too. I mean, there's people that lost friendships and family members that wouldn't talk to them over just discussions over masks. Right? And so that's what my campaign is about. Yeah. It's about bringing people together. And I will say this it's been a nonpartisan issue right. as far as freedom goes. And there are people that are Democrats, people who are Republicans, people who are libertarians that support me because they know what I stand for. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Joe, what do you think
4: on that? I think it's great. That's what we need to get back to, and and that's just not a local San Diego Mm-mm. problem. That's a problem throughout the country, and um, you know people are are doing that. I mean, I have you know family members that I really don't have much to do with anymore, <laughs> but, you know, because of all this this divisiveness, you know, with these masks and the other things, and um, you know, and I have to say the government's really, um, really played into that. Well, I mean, they did not. You know, at first, if we go back to the COVID thing, at first they didn't really know, okay, and they were afraid. All right, we won't. We want to do the right thing. We want to be safe. But several months into it, they know. They knew. You know, Mm -hmm. certainly a year ago, they knew that we didn't have to be doing all this stuff, and it just caused so much damage and destruction. And I still see people walking around out there by themselves. You know, no one around anywhere, and they're wearing masks, and it's like. You know, they've done a lot of damage here. You've, you've frightened a lot of people. So I think it's good that, that the people are finally coming back And that. Watching what happened with Reopen San Diego is a, just a great uh, indication of that. And I think we'll see more of that now with, with folks like you running against uh, people like Nathan Fletcher. And we're going to be seeing that all over the state and all over the country. So it's uh, really a refreshing, exciting yeah. thing, I think.
1: And, and we don't hold anything against people that still want to wear a mask.
2: Oh, it's totally mask choice. Absolutely, see, that's the I do. key.
4: It's the enforcing it on people is is the problem.
2: But I, I just like you were saying though, Joe, that you know it the science is there. Outdoor transmission is not a thing. Mm-hmm. And so if I do see somebody who's walking and they're wearing an N95 and there's nobody around them for you know a hundred yards, I I do have questions just like you do how much did the messaging from the government result in that person Mm -hmm. uh you know living like that so it is their choice though absolutely yeah
4: no i agree with that yeah
1: and i like the fact that your door is open to anybody that's like that's like-minded
2: we've had people who've come in to reopen san diego and they're like i'm i'm gonna wear a mask is that okay and i'm like yes welcome sure you know and you know here's the other thing too i want to give your listeners some hope too so Lately, there have been people that are like Amy. I have to tell you something. Um, I, I voted for Biden, and I really, really apologize. <laughs> I feel really bad. It was a mistake.
1: That's you're not. People the, are waking up. Yeah, you're not the first person that said that. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We got a whole lot more. In fact, Joe's got a gear review. When we come back, uh, I can't wait to see how he can get a lockbox. For your truck into the studio but it's going to bring the truck up because it's installed I, now so. I, oh i thought you <laughs> were so that should be exciting <laughs> this is gun owners radio fm 961
0: am 1170 the answer
1: Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961,
0: AM 1170.
1: The answer. All right. Forward. All right. I'll read
0: this here. Yeah, so, go ahead. How do
4: you carry your gun securely in the car? Joe, that's me, has been trying out
1: the uh, lockbox from Tuffy uh, Security Products. So uh, we'll see the solution next. I can't wait. But, hey, does it take too much time to clean your gun and to end up smelling like a gas station afterwards? Well, clean, lube, and protect your guns faster with Seal One. Seal One CLP Plus is natural, non-toxic, environmentally friendly. You can clean your gun faster, and it smells good. One and done with Seal One. Ask for it by name at your local gun shop, and if they don't have it, ask them to get it, or just go on their website, CL1.com. That's Seal cl- the Number One.com. All right, Joe, you're going to tell us all about Tuffy.
4: I will tell you about this here so it's a uh, Tuffy security products and um what we're talking about here and um and i'm i'm assuming Chauncey is showing you these um but what i got was a uh, it's a, a rear under seat lock box and it's not specifically for guns but it works just fine with long guns and uh, and handguns too uh but what the problem it solves for me like i've got an f-150 and um i've got the extended cab and if you're familiar with those there's no storage space like inside the cab or inside the compartment um like before when i had the uh, i had an f-150 years ago that was a full crew cab and in those you'll fold down the back seat like the backs of the rear seats fold down and there's a compartment back there and there's storage back there um with the extended cab or the extra cab there is not that stuff back there oh you
1: don't have anything under the seat
4: um or what I do I just have some space under the seat but there's no storage compartment if I put something um down there you know it's going to roll around it sure, be sure, all over the sure. back seat so um what this uh Tuffy, uh storage box does it's uh, specific to the Ford so your model of Ford and it fits right in there um and what it does uh if you fold the back seats up it fits right underneath and um the installation was was simple I mean it was just uh, there's two brackets basically and you take the bolts out of the, um, the end of the seat mounts. So you take one bolt out on, on the left side, one bolt out on the right side. You slide the bracket under, put the bolts back through so it catches the bracket. And then there's um, two carriage bolts that go from that bracket into the, um, into the storage box. And you just uh, secure those there. Yeah. It takes like 10 minutes to put so it in. So nobody can just reach way. in, grab
1: your box, and leave.
4: No, what's nice about it is, for one, you can't, can't really see it um because you fold the seats back down the the seats fit right on it or they sit right on it um and they go all the way from door to door so you really can't see it under there the other thing is um because of the way um the way the lid comes down on it it would be really tough to pry under there um if you did know it was there and uh there's three locks on it and and the locks are heavy duty and they're um what do they call they call it their pry guard technology um And I took some pictures of that, which hopefully are floating around up here. Uh, But it would be difficult. Um, And there's two. uh, The lid is segmented, so you've got, like, a longer lid on the driver, you know, behind the driver side. And then a shorter lid on the other side where the short seat is. And, um, you know, there's uh, three good solid locks on there. And it's a really great storage thing. And, like I was saying, it'll work for long guns. And uh, one of the issues I have sometimes is... um, You know we'll leave the range after doing something and people hey let's go we'll go meet over here and have lunch or do this or do that and i always feel sketchy about having you know just leaving guns in the truck i mean the trucks trucks locked up and stuff but uh it's a lot nicer now to be able to stick them in there and you know they're out of the way they're hidden they're locked up um, it'll fit, uh, like my shotguns with the shotgun cases, the whole case, everything will fit in there. Wow. Um, the AR cases are a little bit wide for it, but the AR itself will fit in there. So mm-hmm. there's ways you can do it. Is um, it
1: got foam or anything inside the box? There's
4: not, but, uh, you know, you could put foam in there. Or a
1: blanket um, or something.
4: You could do any of that. Yeah. Like you put towels in there. Cause the, uh, the space goes, uh, from door to door in the backseat. So I think it's, um, in my truck, it's like 55 inches long. Okay. Um, uh, it's tall. It comes right up to the bottom of the seat. So, um, in the back and it's kind of taper cause it follows the seat. So the rear part of it, I think it's five inches tall. The front part of it's seven and three quarters inches tall. Oh, that's more and than then enough. it's about nine inches deep. So, uh, yeah, it's great room. Cause there's other things I'd like to put in there too. Like I don't carry a first aid kit in the truck anymore. Like I always used to, mm-hmm. there's no place to put it. And, uh, now it's got a home. So I'm going to, going to put that kind of stuff in there. Um, It's really uh, it's 16 gauge steel, so it's nice and solid. It's got a nice finish on it. Um, It's got a lifetime uh, limited warranty on it, so workmanship, material, all that's warranted for life. So it's um, it works really well, and I was just really happy with it. What I was really happy with was the installation, though, because usually you get those things they say, "Yeah, I know how." Here comes the instructions. Yeah, the instructions were in English, which I thought was cool. Wow, you don't see that a whole lot or you see English and I'll bet you there's a video
1: trains. on their website. If you're totally confused
4: that, well, you know, that was interesting. That's the one thing. Cause when I looked for the video, um, <laughs> I did not see my exact doors on the back there. So there was some confusion, uh, as between extra cab and what do they call it? Extended cab and extra cab. Right. And apparently they're the same thing. Uh, um, but, but we were confused a bit. So I really didn't know if it was going to fit till I got it. And, uh, because, okay, I was thinking, just from looking at the pictures and everything, I'm thinking, okay, it should fit. But I don't know. it old uh, should fit. But when and I you know, on,
1: guys never send anything back. I, you do know that, don't you? You don't
4: send anything back and typically don't look at instructions. I'm, I'm odd. Well, I there's think, that, too. It's the engineer in me, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, it installed really easily. It took about 10 minutes to install. It's nice and solid because that was the other thing I was thinking. Is this thing going to rattle around yeah, back here? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's nice and quiet. It doesn't rattle. Doesn't rattle with the seats up, or you know, when the seats are down, they're kind of on top of it. Um, but it's really uh, great. I'm really uh, happy. And you with noticed, it.
1: Jamie, He hasn't mentioned price, so it's probably super expensive.
4: <laughs> no, it is not at all. It's uh, a good deal. It's uh, if you look on their website, it's three ninety nine. Uh, wow. I've seen it at other places for four fifty, but their their suggested price is three ninety nine on wow. their website. So that's not bad at all. And like I said, it's really it's solid. When Made you feel in America. That, Made in America, I believe, uh, yes. Yeah. I wouldn't swear to it. but um,
1: Actually, I would swear to it,
4: yeah, because it did say that on well, the website. Yeah. So it is made in America.
1: That's very but, important, by the way.
4: Well, it's nice and solid, though, when you feel it. It's just not – it doesn't feel flimsy. Uh, what kind of a lock, uh, a key or a barrel? It's a, it's a key lock, and okay. there's uh, three of them on there. So, like I said, there's a longer segment that's uh, – because the seat's in the back of the Ford – there's a kind of a long segment of the right, bench right, right. It's a split shorter seat. side. Yeah. Yeah. So on the long side, you've got um, two, a longer lid with two locks. And then on the short side, there's just a single lock.
1: And you did write those numbers down and put them in your gun safe, right? No, they're keys, keys. No, but there's a number on that key. Oh,
4: no, because they gave me like 30 keys. You get a whole bunch of keys with it. Oh, I thought, are these all different? They're all the same. So well, uh, I
1: would look, and if there is a number, I would uh-huh. write it on there and put it in the gun safe. Because <laughs> there's, because no, I don't know about you, uh-huh. I have boxes and boxes and boxes of, of keys. keys, and I have no clue what they go to, <laughs> but I refuse to throw them away because you know, I have one Harley Davidson lock that I can't find the key. And I've um, had that lock for nine years, and I still can't find the key. <laughs> so.
4: Well, if one of them goes to the uh, Tuffy thing, it's uh, the Tuffy lock box is a great deal. Right. They're, um, they're Tuffy, what is it, TuffyProducts.com is their website. But, um, T-U-F-F-Y.
1: T-U-F-F-Y.
4: Yes. Okay. T-U-F-F-YProducts.com. All right. But I'm really happy with it, though. I don't have anything... Um, really couldn't say anything bad about it i was trying to find bad stuff it's i think okay well sometimes people do make
1: good stuff you know i mean it's hard to believe but yeah like i said it's. it's did you talk to them did you call them no i did not see that's part of your review you should do customer service no problems and just yeah i know but i mean it's just nice to talk to them and but um you know that
4: would have been yeah that would have been a good thing to do but uh hopefully they'll appreciate what i'm saying about them here because uh like I said, I couldn't find any uh, any faults at all with it, really. It worked uh, just yeah. well. Did they
1: send it, it to you, or did you buy it?
4: No, they sent it to me,
1: finally. Oh, finally. finally. <laughs> How many years has it taken me to talk you into this? But, uh, well, that's... well, I, Because now you're a rolling advertisement.
4: It is, and that's right. Because you're
1: going to go to all the ranges... People are going to see you taking your guns out, and the first words out of their mouth are, "Wow, what is that? Where'd you get that?"
4: And I've already done that. I've already shown uh, several see? people out the range with that because I was excited about it. Because I, I that used to bug me. There's no place to put know. anything in that in that truck, and let, you know anything that you don't want sliding around the floor. Or the back. if
1: you got pulled over by a police officer and he's seen you know i mean now you're totally you're totally 100 illegal not that you weren't before because i'm sure whatever you carried your guns in had locks and what have you but now look how simple that is
4: that's true it's much easier now and it's um and like i said i like the security part of it too mm-hmm. sometimes we'll go places after the range and i'm always nervous right about that's, that. yeah exactly and um you know now that i've got you know a more secure thing they have to break into the truck and break into the box right. and uh you know, I, I suppose if you had tools and some time, you could probably get in, though. You can get in anything. Well, you can get in anything. But, yeah. but the average smash the window, come in and steal stuff out of the truck, that guy's not going to be uh, yeah. successful with this box.
1: That's fantastic.
4: So, yeah. So
1: you got a little sticker on your truck now that says Tuffy?
4: No, you don't want to let them know it's inside. Oh, or... very good. I was going <laughs> to see if you'd
1: fall for that. I'm very impressed. No, there's no don't you love it when people truck. buy a car? They get a you know a viper <laughs> alarm and they stick it on the window so the crook knows oh viper alarm viper oh here we go here's how i get into it <laughs> very good well we'll send that definitely send that show to him.
4: so uh yeah like i said I, I i tried to find bad stuff there and um couldn't do it couldn't do it it does couldn't say, say do it that
3: uh prices are going to rise on their products in nine days from now so you better get it while you can or, uh, Are you making that up? No, I'm serious. It says on their website prices will rise within this uh, amount of time, and they have a countdown timer on there. So, okay. right now it says eight days, two hours, and some other minutes. So. That's, okay.
4: That's not coming from Jen Saki, is it? Yes, uh, I it don't is. Know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it. Yeah, check where that timer's from.
1: That's from Nathan <laughs> Fletcher. That, he's got his own timer. It's Putin's All fact. right. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Good review. I I might even go get one, and I don't even have a truck. Uh, let's take a quick break. You are all listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM
0: 1170. The answer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Owners Radio with your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor of the show. Time to get involved and get active. Together, we will win. Now here's Dave, Joe, and Michael on The Answer San Diego. Hey folks, welcome
1: back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM eleven seventy the answer hey you know a lot of companies are frustrated with their website well it looks old it's hard to update and it's not generating any leads well sage tree gets it since 2005 sage tree has been helping companies with websites that look great work great and get leads stop being embarrassed by your website and get one that's that that you're proud to share contact sage tree today to get websites that make the phone ring getting started is easy go to sagetree.com schedule a call and then go to sagetree.com and press the schedule a call button and you'll be set all right well Joe we were gonna throw we are you gonna do it get a grip or are we gonna talk to talk to Amy Nah, we'll talk to Amy some more I think that's a good idea <laughs> and uh, Amy Rickards running for supervisor county supervisor I might add and she is going to dethrone nation flesher yes. which we are all very excited about and it's sad that we even talk like this and feel this way but if he had done the right thing you wouldn't be sitting there and we wouldn't be talking
2: he literally closed gun shops
1: literally literally he's
2: and, he's the guy that did that
1: and this is ex-military
2: mm-hmm.
1: he must have he must not he must have Worked at a desk. I don't think he ever shot a gun. See that
4: that, that ex-military thing isn't always uh, what is knocked up to cracked be? up to be. Yeah, wasn't that uh, John Hemmerling? I believe is. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, that's seven. <laughs> yeah, we count when we beat up on people. So for the folks, maybe because this is a two-hour show. So for folks that maybe didn't catch the first hour or didn't watch you on KUSI TV Zooming, why don't you tell us about yourself and what your goals and aspirations are to? fix the county
2: i'm amy reichert i'm the co-founder of reopen san diego we fought tirelessly to reopen schools keep the gun shops open to reopen businesses Mm -hmm. to save a thousand first responders from getting fired and we successfully beat back vaccine passports in san diego county they did not happen here
1: wow and and i'm sure at first nobody took you guys seriously right
2: no they didn't we were five people Sitting on a lawn at Liberty Station. I mean, we didn't take ourselves seriously. We just finally got to the point where, like, we have to do something.
1: Right. Were these five close friends of yours?
2: No. We all found each other on Facebook because our other friends were mad at us because of what we believed.
1: Ah, the old, uh, yeah, yeah, been there, done that. Well, at least I don't have to look at so many people on my phone, which is kind of a nice thing. So you've got a grassroots effort. You've got over 150 volunteers. I'm sure you need more.
2: Absolutely. If people want to join the campaign, they can go to amyforsandiego.com and get plugged in as a volunteer.
1: And if you're looking for a good guest speaker at your, whether it be a club or a Kiwanis or whatever the case may be, I'm sure you're more than happy to oblige.
2: I do weddings and bar mitzvahs too. <laughs> but I'm both.
1: And she makes the meanest French toast in the in the county, right? I do. My son said. Is that I what your son best? said?
2: That's what he said. He said, "Mom, you made the best French toast ever today."
1: Well, that's because you're happy. You're on a. You're on a. You're on a. You're on a path.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So again, if people uh, need to or want to help you out, any way, shape, or form, whether they want to be a volunteer, whether they want to, and I'm sure you've got yours all you seem like a pretty organized person so you've probably got this thing pretty well dialed in as far as plugging people in for the right job at the right time in the right place
2: i have a great campaign team i have a campaign manager and i have a volunteer director that i'll immediately introduce you to so if you go to the website Mm -hmm. and i will get the message i will see your name personally and i will introduce you to our volunteer director
1: well and 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 you know because there's a lots of groups that I want to get you in front of, like San Diego San Diego Off Road Coalition, which you know uh, the Four Wheel Drive Club, you know, and you think, well, what was it? What, what's that got to do? Well, hello, it's East County, and it's it's not only East County, but these are all like minded people that want want to have their rights protected, and it's going to take. You know, we say it all the time: you got to put the you got to vote the right people in. To get the results you're looking for and the only results we're looking for is to allow San Diegans to enjoy life in this beautiful town and not be controlled
2: that's what I love about the San Diego County gun owners by the right, way right. that you guys not only believe in fighting for your own rights but standing up for the constitutional mm-hmm. rights of others that's amazing there's not many groups that are like that we see a lot of groups that are just self-serving they just want to yell about and scream about their own rights and not really care about the constitutional rights about others so thank you
1: no it's our pleasure all right go ahead joe i know you had some more questions
4: um no actually i was just i was going to ask you about the process now so okay where do we go from from today through the election so what's going on right now amy what's the uh What's next? Take us, take us through that. Yeah.
2: Well, as you know, I just got redistricted in January. So my campaign started two months ago, and the primary is June 7th. Jesus. And as you know, we have mail in ballots in California. <laughs>
4: yeah. That's right. That's, that's right. So secure you'll be mail-in getting. Ballots. So
2: everyone that's listening, I know you're going to get about 20 ballots. Mm. So. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, I take mine down, I will not mail mine in.
2: That's what I did too. So please, this is what I encourage everybody to do. And I know that there are people that that feel jaded about voting right now. Please oh. vote. As soon as you get that ballot in the mail, fill it out. Mm-hmm. Here's what I did. I went to the registrar of voters. They have this pretty silver lockbox. And I personally put my ballot in there. Mm-hmm. Then if you go to SDVote.com, com you can put a tracker on that sucker and you can That's see right. when it's received by the county and when it's counted so if you're worried about your vote getting counted mm-hmm. there are systems in place but here's the worst thing somebody can do right oh well i want to vote in person it seems like a really good idea until life gets in the way mm-hmm. i talked to so many people after the november 2020 election and They were the ones that were like, I'm going to vote in person. And I'm like, hey, how did it go? And they're like, oh, I um, I had an emergency root canal that day. Or, oh, my child was sick. That happens. That's that's okay. And as it turns out, only 7% of people in San Diego County voted at the polls. And here's the other thing, too. Let's say with the best of intentions, you want to go vote in person. Well, good luck finding a polling place. Because they have closed so many of the polling places. So please, just when you get that ballot, fill it out, drive it down to the registrar of voters. Or if you don't have time, there are other drop-off places and you can put a tracker on it. And
1: don't give it to anybody to mail for you or drop in the box. The other thing I highly recommend, read the ballot carefully. Because you have to put the mark in the right place, it has to be the right color, and you have to sign it. You know, you're normally—I mean, if you don't do all of those things, because if there's a reason they could kick it out, they will.
2: Yes, and so just you know, fill in your ballot, make sure that you sign the envelope, Right. and this is this is the best possible year, you guys. There's hope right now. Right. There's momentum. Look what happened in Virginia. Look what happened with that truck driver in New Jersey. Joe, can you yes. believe that guy? This is the year. If there's any year for hope for California, 2022. What did he spend? A
1: couple hundred bucks.
4: Yeah, it was less than a thousand. I think they said. Uh,
1: yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, know. But he got people out and just did the same thing you're doing, well, basically.
4: The guy he beat too, they say, was like the number two. In terms of powerful politician, right. like right behind the governor. Because I think he was the head of the Senate, right? Is I that right? Think, in in I, New Jersey? I, I think, think so. He's he'd he'd been there a but long time. A long time. Too. So yeah. that's, that is as, as powerful an incumbent that's as right. you're going to have.
1: It just shows you anybody can make it happen.
2: Incumbents do lose.
1: Funny thing, right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961,
0: AM 1170.
1: The answer. So most politicians start local, school board, uh, district,
4: city council, mayor, and then continue on to uh, state and federal positions. So that's why we work so hard to get strong Second Amendment supporters in the local offices. Rhonda Shader, current med- mayor of uh, Placentia, is running for state senate. So how pro 2A is she? Let's find out
1: next. But first, did you know Leo Business just doesn't sell uh, jewelry, but they also buy jewelry? That's Leo Hamill we're talking about. His friendly jewelry buyers will buy your jewelry, diamonds, gold, silver, flatware, coins, Swiss watches for the best possible price and pay you on the spot. They even buy broken jewelry or watches that don't work. Why not sell the jewelry or watch that you're not wearing and get money to buy a gun that you can shoot? When you sell to Leo Hamels, not only will you get the best possible prices for your valuables, you'll also be supporting the Second Amendment. Support the companies that support the Second Amendment. Call 619-299-1500 or you can visit them on their website at leohamel.com to find the jewelry buyer location near you. Always get awesome service at Leo's. Call 619-299-1500. All right, our very special guest calling in, Rhonda Shader. She is the mayor of Placentia, and she's a candidate for State Senate District 34. Welcome to the show, Rhonda.
5: Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Happy Sunday.
1: Happy Sunday to you, too. And we're sitting here having all kinds of fun. We've even got Amy Rickard in. She's running for... Uh, county supervisor here in san diego and it's just gosh i didn't think this show was going to be any more bubblier now we got you
5: (laughs) that's right you know what the women bring it what can we say
1: well she has her slogan is she's called a mama bear and i think they (laughs) they've got them fired up so she's on a she's on a rampage and she's made a major impact here in san diego so You're sitting there all happy. You're the mayor of Placentia. Everything's going good. What made you want to jump?
5: Well, um, I tell you, I have a great respect for leaders that are willing to step up in politics because that's what makes our form of government work. And I, you know, sat around for many years saying, why can't we get better candidates? Why can't we uh, get better people to step up? And then, of course, one day you have to look in the mirror and say, "Okay, well, if I'm going to keep saying that, maybe it's me. And uh, I've really enjoyed my time in local government and made a big impact on my community. And when the redistricting of maps came up, the door kind of opened before me to step through in this new Senate district because, um, it's brand new. They they created it. Um, the incumbent that I'm running against only had about 25% of this, and he had no opponent. And you know what? That's not okay. Mm-mm. People need to know that there's a different way to look at government um, constitutionally, and they need to have other choices. And um, I heard our friends speaking earlier, and if we don't have good people in the right places, if there is a wave, and if the people do stand up for something different this election cycle, we got to have people on the ballot. We have to give them a choice to vote for. And so uh, I decided um, that I would I would be that person this time, and step up.
4: So this is great! What an exciting show here! I'm telling <laughs> you, it's great having uh, having people like this. Uh, Knowing they're there—that's so good. Uh, Rhonda, you are a—you're uh, a small business owner, right?
5: I am. I have an insurance company and I have a coaching business.
4: So how as did well. you how did you go from small business into uh, council member, then mayor, and now hopefully on to senator?
5: Well, it really started through the Chamber of Commerce. I got involved networking for my business, and I'm a community-oriented person. And as I served on the chamber and became the chamber president. Um, I started making friends at the uh, you know in local government that were involved as well and they were always recruiting great people for commissions and so I started um, first on the economic development Commission in the city and then I moved um, to being on the police chiefs advisory uh, committee um, and and from there you know it just it just kept moving up you know my city needed help and you know, things were going wrong, and I thought, you know, I guess I've got to get on the inside and figure out what the problem is and, um, and see if I can help. And so you just, you just kind of walk through one door and then the next door and then the next door, and not a lot of people can keep going. Um, you know, it takes a, I, I don't know, a, cer- a certain wherewithal, maybe a gift uh, to overcome some of the bad stuff in politics. But you can have a lot of impact and you can make people's lives a lot better um, has been my experience if you do the work. Um, so um, there you go from one thing to the next thing
1: <laughs> well and and you know, and I think what what I see is interesting and very dynamic women are stepping up and taking the role which which I think is amazing is that is that, is that me? Is that just me? Or do you see more and more women getting involved in politics?
5: Well, absolutely. And I mean, maybe it starts, you know, at least for me that I became an entrepreneur. So I became kind of a business leader in my community first and got that confidence. And then, you know, it's one of the, one of the most interesting things is, is that women need to be encouraged to run. So if you see somebody that's got that um, that gift of consensus building, of leadership courage, if you see those qualities in someone, you've got to encourage them to step, step up because women need to be encouraged. We need to know we're going to add value because we've got a lot of things to do. And if we're going to put our time and energy in something, we got to know we can make a difference. We have to feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do a lot of that for other women as well that I see because women before me did it for me. Um, and when I got in there and started doing the work, I realized they were right. I do like this. I am good at this. And, you know, it doesn't hurt to have a woman at the table. We, we bring some different characteristics um, that I think really can make things work well. I'm on a council with four other men. Um, they're fantastic. They show me a great deal of respect. Um, we work together great. Um, I'm able to be a consensus, uh, consensus builder and a collaborator with them. And we've just gotten a ton of stuff done together in Placentia.
1: Well, I personally think it's not so much the gender, it's the person. I don't care if you're purple, black, green, orange, male, female. It doesn't make any difference. It's like putting a football team together. If you put the right players on the field, it doesn't make any difference what their backgrounds are or how much money they make. If they all congel and get the job done, that's the key. And I'm so excited to have you on air um gosh i wish i could vote in your area but i'm too far away i'm out in the woods
5: well i gotta i gotta tell you the gun owners have been a friend to me from the very beginning um michael schwartz reached out when i was running in 2016 and he started making contact with me and we became fast friends um and uh i was endorsed by them and let me tell you something you know A lot of us uh, in politics, we don't run around bragging about our gun owner support, Mm. but it's there. And when I was at events and when I was uh, out in public, they would find me and they would say, we know you're our person and we believe in you. And, and they brought me checks. They delivered Sure. um, and they supported me. And I know that that will continue. And it's so funny. I decided to run in this spot kind of last minute, uh, you know, in the last probably month and uh michael called me out of the blue because uh he's looking for you know who are the good candidates here in orange county mm-hmm. and so him and i like to talk about that you know and uh, i said you're not going to believe what i have for you today michael what i've decided now <laughs> <laughs> um, but i gotta tell you you know uh when i research the guy i'm running against and i look at the platform of the democrat party and what they have for planned in terms of uh gun ownership and just decimating the second amendment Mm -hmm. you know i'm not okay with that i'm not okay with that
1: right well and it's so funny i don't know if you know the history of michael but he was a banker he was doing quite well he was had a really good job and then one day he said enough and he did the same thing you did he did the same thing amy did you know, he just said, "Enough is enough." We got to make a difference. And uh, Joe and I have been with him pretty much well since the beginning, and it has grown. Uh, concealed carry is up. What, what are we up to now?
4: Uh, about sixty-two, seventy-nine, I think. And yeah. they'll, they'll update it probably another two hundred
1: here. And I think we had shortly. like fifteen hundred for God only knows how long in a city of three million. Uh, so we got a long way to go, and it, it has. It goes as a group. And with like-minded people like yourself, with Amy, uh, that get in there, get dirty, get get down, and, and just get the people out of there that don't care about California. I mean, that's really the bottom line. If you don't care about California, move.
5: Well, they don't care about individual rights. True, in that respect. too. Yeah. You know, as you read through it, you're just like, you know, it, it, it's guns, it's health care, it's, it's housing, it's it's. It's everything. Um, they just want to take a lot of things away, and they think the government can do everything. And right. and the opposite just couldn't be more true.
1: Well, and I think folks like you, folks like Amy. I mean, Amy's been going to our a board of supervisors meeting. How, how long have you been doing that?
2: Oh, for the past well, ever since they reopened, which was uh, May of 2021.
1: And she talks to a sheriff there. She goes. By the way, you know, do you normally have this many people come to the board of supervisor meeting? No, this is insane. I've never seen this many people at a board. And she started with five. And what are you up to now? Mm-hmm. When you go?
2: We have tens of thousands of people who support Reopen San Diego, but we did have historic numbers. Over 200 people <laughs> show up to the Board of Supervisors.
1: That's what I say. Now, don't mess with the mama bear. You're going to get yourself in all kinds of trouble. All right, yeah, can, you, uh, can you hang with us for another segment? Absolutely.
2: That'd ah,
5: be great.
1: Good. We're going to go pay a bill. Right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM
0: 1170. The Answer.
1: Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM
0: 1170.
1: The answer. All right. Uh, folks, PRMI Mortgage, primeres.com slash Alpine. Are you in the military? Are you looking for help with a VA loan? Well, if you're looking to buy or refi, or if you're just considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris Wiley a call at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com slash alpine. All right, we got uh, Rhonda Shader on the line. She is running for, let me double check my notes so I don't get my... California up. State Senate. District 34. So, Rhonda, where? Or, uh, yeah, Rhonda, where is District 34?
5: Well, I've got nine cities in District 34. I've got just about all of Santa Ana, Anaheim, a little bit of Garden Grove in Orange, a hmm. little bit of my city in Placentia, Fullerton, <laughs> Buena Park, La Habra, and a little bit of Whittier.
1: Oh, well, you sound like you've got a nice area to play with. <laughs>
5: I'm looking for friends in Santa Ana. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I was going
1: to say you got some challenges, but I mean, it sounds to me like you're up for it.
5: Well, absolutely, and let me tell you something: the district I have here in Placentia mm-hmm. has the same exact demographics of the cities I just uh, told you about. So, um, I love those people. Um, many of them are gun owners. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they they surprised me. Yeah, <laughs> when i was in their neighborhood
1: well we and, keep it quiet uh, I'm sure Isn't that,
5: I, that's right
1: yeah we keep it quiet i mean it's terrible that we're doing that but we you know until we find out you're like-minded we just do keep it to ourselves
5: well you know you've got to because otherwise you're just talking to a wall probably right right, right. you got to talk to people who are open to talking
1: so how are you doing on the campaign uh as far as volunteers i'm sure you're still looking for more maybe some yeah, uh, well,
5: we're just yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just getting started, so I'm getting every set up, everything set up, you know, mm-hmm. making contacts with people, meeting people in their neighborhoods, doing lots of fundraising, of course, um, because, you know, to get the message out, I, I've got 400,000 registered voters in this district. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it takes a lot of money to get the word out to them right. that they have a choice, and right. so I'll be working hard on that. Um, I, I will, um, go on to the November, uh, general election because there's only two of us. So they'll, we'll be in the primary in June. Um, but I'll automatically go on. So I do have a little bit of time.
1: So how has been the reception? I know it's short notice, but I mean, uh, have you been well represented? I mean, have you been well accepted? I mean, people open arms, that type of thing.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think people have a lot of respect for uh, what I've done in Placentia. Um, I've, I've done some pretty um, amazing things um, with the team there, and uh, people in this area are well aware of it. Mm. And um, they'd love to see what I could do up there. I've, I'm definitely a legislative uh, wonk. I've been following legislation the whole time I've been in office. Um I understand uh, how it works and um, what the nuances are, (laughs) and that's kind of what you do up there. You know, uh, Sacramento pumps out 2,500 about laws a year. Can you even imagine? Not even. Um, Well, I mean, the good news is about half of them are to fix the mistakes they've made, Mm -hmm. um, is what I've learned, you know, because they just push stuff out there without really giving it much thought. So. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping to change all that. I, you know, I, I can't change everything, but I can do my part. Um, and I've, I've talked to some uh, friends that are up there doing the work now. And, you know, um, I think you've seen uh, some of the conservatives have found a way to make a difference and to rattle the cage. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though there's a minority up there. But I'll tell you, I talked to the uh, Senate Minority Leader, Scott Wilk, up there, and, you know, there's only nine of them. And there's 29 Democrats, and he says, "Man, we'd love to have you up here. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out how to make it happen. You know, if we can t- uh, chip away at, at that supermajority. It'll make wow. a big difference."
4: And that, yeah, and that's just what I was going to ask you, Rhonda, about because you talked about consensus building um, a few minutes ago, and I was just going to ask you, you know, what's your approach to that? Because again, 29 Democratic senators, uh, nine Republicans, and um, you know, they're not necessarily open to discussion and things like that. So how do you approach that uh, coming from, you know, where you're going to be coming from?
5: Yeah, you'd be surprised. You know, even as I look at uh, the Democrat platform, you know, there's some things that you might say, okay, you know, we might all agree on that, but there's other things where you're going to have to say, I don't agree on that. Um, And I'm certainly not afraid to vote my conscience ever um, I have a ton of leadership courage. You probably don't know this about me, but I went up against one of the biggest unions um, in the area um, and um, that's okay. I mean, we have to do the right thing. You have to fight for what's right, but on your way to get there, you try to bring people along as much as possible. And I think that you'd be surprised. There's a lot more discussion in Sacramento than you think. Um But of course, there's times that we all hear about in the media uh, when it's, you know, polarizing opposite ends of the spectrum. So um, I don't know. I'll let you know when I get there.
4: Yeah, it seems like, uh, (laughs) you know, that's great to hear. You know, there is discussion up there because, I I mean, it's hard. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. You know, it's it's you want to not get discouraged out here with all the stuff that we see and especially a second, you know, Second Amendment wise. Uh, you know, just a lot of just bad stuff, I guess. But, uh, and we were talking a little bit earlier about the, um, the SB 906, the, um, bill that's proposed to have parents, uh, you know, be required to disclose to the schools, you know, their gun ownership, what they own, how they store it, where they store it. And I, it's hard to imagine there was intelligent, rational discussion going on there. And that's still, uh, is alive. I guess it's, uh, it's it's hard to see why you would want to do that.
5: Yeah. I mean, you just have to ask a lot of questions. And I was told by, um, a legislator up there recently, you know, what happens is, is they get somebody, you know, somebody comes in your office when you're up there and says, Hey, will you run this bill? Um, because, uh, you know, one kid died when another kid got their parents gun and, they were messing around with it, and so now, now we have to have a law about it, and um, you have to ask questions around it. Well, what happened? What does that mean? Uh, who needs the help—the gun, or or the or the kid that went and got the gun? You know, it's just. You got to walk your way around it, but at the end of the day, sometimes these people run this. This is what's going to happen. They run it, and then they realize, oh shoot, we did it. We didn't do it the right way, and then there's going to be a bill the next time to fix what they screwed up mm-hmm. um, because they don't ask they don't ask good questions. They just run it as a favor to people, and um, that's a that's the people you're electing, you know, uh, to be up there. So that's why I feel like we have to fight so hard, and someone like me has to say. You know what? I'm willing to go. But if I'm willing to go for all of us, then I need everybody to get behind me and say, "Okay, even though she's an underdog, we're all going to throw in a few bucks. We're going to give her endorsements. We're going to do what it takes to try and get better people up there, Um, because let me tell you something. They're doing that on the other side.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you you see a change? Do you do you see a wave changing? I mean, let's face it. The last two and a half, three years has been devastating. A lot of people are more aware of what's going on in government. Uh, like Amy was talking about, you know, prior to the you know the last couple of years, you know, nobody went to the city council meetings or the board of supervisor meetings or the school board meetings. And by people going, folks like, like Amy anyway, she's seen a reason to jump into the pond and, and make a definite change. Do you see a change in Sacramento to where – you may change that, that, that from 20, what to say? 23 to nine. Do you see a change coming?
5: <laughs> um, I hope so. Um, you know, we were talking about it and, you know, sometimes the wave starts uh, with the, uh, the federal elections. It'll start in other states. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a, uh, as you guys know, a really tall uh, fence around California. And sometimes we don't get the wave. Um, but I hope it penetrates because let me tell you something. Uh, I don't know if everybody still realizes this, but we're still in a state of emergency. Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. I mean, I don't know how much longer he can keep this going, but I think people are starting to raise their eyebrow, you know, and especially uh, what's going on at the gas pumps right now. (sighs) And they're just saying, you know what? Maybe we've uh, let things get a little out of control here. You know,
1: so let's send them four hundred dollars. That'll fix it.
5: Yeah, in gift cards. Because, and get, and yeah, gift that's cards. gonna help. Yeah, just, all of us are gonna get our mail stolen. We realize that, right? I'm telling you, I'm, I,
1: I'd like to see everybody just get that gift card and put it in the mail and send it back to them. Right. <laughs> I don't. I have no desire. No, that it's no. You're not. Do the right thing. Don't don't placate me with a gift card for goodness sakes. God.
5: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and, you know, the the Republican minority had a press conference, and, uh, you know, I I was actually up there a few weeks ago, and they they came out in front of the Capitol and said, look, let's use some of this surplus you say we have, uh, replace the money, no no money lost to the government, Mm -hmm. and give the people a tax break for a while, and then just bring it back in. You know, everybody will know what the rules are. And, uh, you know, they had to come up with their own ideas because um, they you know they don't, they don't want to get in the way of their empire building up there.
1: Well, of course not. Of course not. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy. So you've got you know, you've got a lot, you're putting a lot on your plate. I, I, it sounds to me like you're definitely up for the challenge. So if people want to help you, what's the best way to do it?
5: Absolutely. Right now, I'm mostly on social media at Shader, the number four Senate. That's on Facebook and Instagram both. Um, And then my website's being built right now, which will be shader for Senate. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find me there. And then, of course, I'm the mayor of Placentia. It's not too hard to find me just (laughs) to Google my my cell phones out there. But, um, yeah, I really appreciate your support. I appreciate the organization's effort um, to protect that Second Amendment because um, it's eroding for sure. Sure.
1: Well, we're thrilled to have you on and I'm glad you have a great relationship with Michael. That means you'll be back on more often and we'll do whatever we can at our end to help uh, just at least if nothing else, get the word out, you know, because that's what it's going to take. You know, the more you get the word out, the better off it'll be.
5: Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Good talking to you today.
1: All right. So we're going to go ahead and let you enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you very much. Uh, Let's go ahead and take our break a little bit early. Because I'm sure we got to get Sam the gunman. We've got, you're, Amy, you're going to love this segment. This segment is crazy because we're going to talk to Michael's uh, uh, nephew. You can read him a question. We'll yeah, let you read a- the question.
2: Oh, okay,
0: good.
1: And uh, trust me, it'll blow you away. So, folks, you're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961,
0: AM 1170. The Answer.
1: Right, folks. What about <laughs> by the way you got a new job you got to say the answer. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio FM 961 I ah, made it. AM 1170.
0: The answer. See you almost lost
1: your job out there running around the parking lot.
0: Hey.
4: Oh wait I have to do something here? Yeah I'm going to let oh, okay. you do the Mikey thing. Okay let's see uh, Orange County Saturday April 23rd at Orange Hill Restaurant is uh what is that san diego saturday june 18th that'd be the orange county prom is that what that is yeah it's a gun prom. oh good 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 so san diego is saturday june 18th at town and country in mission valley uh when it comes to second amendment celebration dinners gun prom is first on the list
1: all right now we're gonna stump our i'm gonna call it our nephew we're not gonna do mike's nephew he's our nephew
4: see what sam has to say about that yeah
1: well come birthdays and christmases and you know those types of things he'll probably be jazzed well your uncle is a little under the weather so we have a new uh, person that's going to ask you a question his name her name is amy rickert she's running for board of supervisors in san diego so sam meet amy
3: nice to meet you
2: nice to meet you are you ready for your question
3: Sure, and uh, by the way, I'm honored to be considered the show's uh, collective uh, nephew.
1: Well, I mean, come on. We've known you for how long. We might as well. You're part of the family, so we just join right in with you. It's always good to pick up a couple of uncles, you know? Yeah, uncles are good. Uncles are good. I love my uncles.
0: I have a bunch of them.
1: See? You do, too. All right, Amy. Let her rip.
0: All right. What is
2: a duck foot pistol?
1: Where's that from? John from Los Angeles. John from Los Angeles.
2: Oh, John yeah. from Los Angeles.
1: There you go. There you go. So, what do you think, Sam?
3: John from Los Angeles. Thanks very much for writing in. Uh, tough break, but I guess someone's got to live in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, a Duckfoot pistol is an antiquated type of muzzle loading firearm which uh, has a very distinctive appearance to it, giving the name. Um, a Duckfoot pistol has three or more barrels, usually something like four or five, um, and it. Fires the shots in sort of an arc, the barrels are all pointed in a slightly different angle, uh, and the idea behind this was that for uh, they would be for naval use so if you were uh, if you were a sailor and you were trying to deter a boarding party or fight back against a boarding party, then you could fire your duck, fo- duck foot pistol into a crowd, and the whatever it was three four five, however many shots you fired. Um, would disperse into the crowd of unfriendly borders and hopefully take out a few. Um, it's uh, they've they've been called the perfect way to shoot for evenly spaced people.
4: Well, and that looks like a win, I would think.
3: I did not the, realize uh, that, yeah. Russell. Did you realize that? No, no, I did not realize that.
4: Yes, the explanation uh, it says here is uh, a duck's foot pistol was named for obvious reasons. The multiple barrels are arranged in a configuration that resembles a duck's foot. It falls into the category of volley weapons, meaning it fires multiple bullets from multiple barrels uh, either in sequence or simultaneously with uh, the pull of only one trigger. They were designed for maximum coverage uh, with one firing. And then as Sam was pointing out, it goes on to say the, um, the duck's foot pistol was designed to be used by one person against multiple assailants. Because of the coverage, it was favored by bank guards, prison ward- wardens, and sea captains in the 19th century and early 20th century. Sea captains were said to carry a brace of these pistols to discourage mutiny and quell potential riots. The sound of uh, three 50 caliber shots going off simultaneously would make even the most committed mutineer stop and question uh, his course of action.
1: All right. So you're a winner, Sam. Congratulations. Thanks
3: very much. Really fun question this time.
1: Have you? Yeah, I know. You have you ever? Time? Have you ever seen one?
3: Uh-oh. I have never seen one in person. To yeah. my knowledge, all of the duckfoot pistols still around are either in the hands of private collectors or right. museums. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's obviously not exactly the safest thing to shoot, especially <laughs> at an indoor range.
1: Yeah, three fifty caliber. Yeah, no, that would be a little. Yeah, that would be tough. But I wonder what it. I wonder what it was actually like. I mean, the recoil had to be tremendous.
3: Oh yeah, I would imagine um, firing uh, three three fifty caliber rounds at once. Even <laughs> though it's not a fifty BMG we're talking about, it's, yeah. it's still only a, a light charge of powder. You you've still got a lot of mass flying downrange, and that's going to kick a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think just having it on your hip would be a deterrent all in itself.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, um, it, it certainly, it, provided you don't have to be discreet, uh, it, it certainly helps to, to have something um, something that makes an impression on anyone who who would try to start something. But these days, you're not exactly going to um, open carry something ridiculous like that or, or right. like a 6-inch six 686 or, or something like that every time you go into Walmart, or at least I hope you wouldn't.
1: Gosh, I wouldn't either. How long do you think it, it stayed in in service?
3: Well, uh, once boarding enemy ships became less of a big deal, um, uh, a lot of those those weird sort of uh, unusual naval small arms fell out of fashion. And once we had repeating firearms, the, the need to have multiple shots at once wasn't really a big deal. Because if you have something like a, a lever-action rifle or a pump-action shotgun, yeah. Then you can rattle off a, a larger number of rounds in short succession.
1: But I bet it doesn't sound like that thing when it goes off.
3: Oh no, I would imagine not.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, hey, awesome as always. That was a good one. I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed it as well.
3: Well, uh, again, fun question. Thanks very much for having me on, as always.
1: All right. We'll say hi to the family, and we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. All right. Take care, buddy. See, is he amazing or what?
2: That was amazing.
1: I know. And he doesn't see the question nor the answer. That's the craziness about the whole thing. Yeah, the kid's a total wizard. So we got Amy Rickard in the house. She's running for, uh,
2: what are you running for again? County Board of Supervisors against Nathan Fletcher.
1: I'm supposed to growl at the end of that by the way. you need to growl <laughs> at the end of it. I think that'd be a good good uh, tip. So you're on a roll. I mean this big ball is just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and Nathan keeps going faster and faster and faster the other way. I mean anytime somebody starts dropping f-bombs on their competition and starts trying to belittle you and destroy your you know everything about you usually means they're running scared. And they realize they can't win on their program. They know it. They just, he knows it. You know, I think his was always a power play, and that's why he did what he did. And I think now that, you know, like yourself, uh, are anybody else running? Uh, any other uh, supervisor positions opening up? I mean, is or is it just his?
2: Jim Desmond. So Jim Desmond is running for a reelection, and oh, Jim's I support a support him. He's a good guy. Yeah, uh, he's one thousand percent a good guy.
1: Yeah. So if you, which you will, it's not if, but when you dethrone um, Nathan, wh- what does that do with the with the numbers of left and right on the board?
2: Well, that would make it a three two board in our favor. Ooh, ooh. Yes.
1: Let me give you a dollar so now. We
2: can say goodbye. To all of these nonsensical, wow. honestly, kind of extreme left yes. resolutions that they keep putting forward on the board that don't originate here, it's just it's it's so ridiculous. It just seems like, yeah, I'm going to go negative here. Nathan Fletcher seems to be auditioning always for a job that he doesn't
1: have. Right, that's a very good analogy. Would you agree with
4: that, Joe? I like that analogy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Is there anyone else? It's just you and uh, Nathan Fletcher.
2: There is one other person that jumped in a couple days before the deadline.
1: Oh, okay. Republican or Democrat?
2: Independent, and oh. she's a diversity inclusion coordinator. Oh, that's her ballot designation. <laughs> say,
1: say no more. Yeah, she's yeah. a
2: nice person. I've met her, though. She's yeah. nice. Oh, I, you she's know, nice a...
1: person. And, and and nice is one thing, policy is another. And you know, I think you know we're tired of people you know saying one thing, promising one thing but not delivering what they promised. I don't care what party you're from. And I think that's why this radio show, San Diego County Gun Owners, and and, and your campaign don't care what what your political affiliation is, but if you say you're going to do it, do it. And if you believe in it, you stand behind it because you can't afford to have anybody in there that's two-faced
2: absolutely and when it comes to the san diego county gun owners i am totally open yeah. about how much i support you guys i will never hide that ever right and i think what people are starting to see is really actually what we saw during the lockdowns is democrats started stocking up on guns so yeah. you know what this is when it comes to san diego county gun owners I, I would just encourage everybody, you know, be more open about your beliefs. It's, it, and I know that you guys are. I mean, you guys have taken a strong no, stance in this county, but and that's yeah.
4: great. And and you know, the thing is, because uh, that that's always another thing that frustrates me too. Because when we'll talk to politicians, and uh, you know, they'll be looking for an endorsement, and they'll say things, uh, <laughs> like you know, on our questionnaire. It's, uh, you know, I I support the, uh, you know, I I support your. I support concealed carry, but I won't. I can't get out and uh, and say anything about it. You know, it's like the, You know, we'll ask them, "Do you support repealing the assault weapons ban?" Well, I, I support that idea, but I can't actively go out and hmm. and argue that. And then, it's then why like, are you asking? Well, my my response to that is always, "Well, if you're afraid to say anything." You know, you can't, you're afraid to even say it. I mean, how can I depend on you to help us if mm-hmm. something happens? Mm-hmm. You know, because anything related to firearms, Second Amendment, whatever, you know, any kind of incident that happens, is going to be a big deal. And if, if they're afraid to even speak up there, they're certainly not going to speak up, you know, later when, no. it, when it really matters.
2: And I just want to encourage everybody, if the last five years have taught us anything, people with the most extreme views will put it out there and they're getting support from sure. people. And during the past couple of years, I knew that by saying something as simple as wanting the safe reopening of schools and the safe reopening of businesses, I would get attacked. But you know what? After I got attacked, I'm like- Still here. I'm still here, <laughs> I'm okay. You didn't melt. I'm still standing, you didn't I didn't melt. melt. I'm, and you know what? You get stronger. Yeah.
1: So how do people help you?
2: please go to amyforsandiego.com. That's amyforsandiego.com.
1: All right. Well, we can't thank you enough for coming in. And by the way, folks, if you want to help us, and by the way, every listener, every 2A person out there, you need to vote for this woman. Subscribe to our show and give us a five-star review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify and please support all our great sponsors San Diego County Gun Owners the Dillon Law Group, PRMI Mortgage Sage Street Digital Marketing, Seal one Leo Hamill Fine Jewelry, San Diego Flight Training International, thanks to Joe Germici Michael Schwartz, Sam the Gunman and Action Jackson Brendan Thomas and we can't thank our guy in the back we didn't get kicked off YouTube Chauncey, you're the man and don't forget, Bob Siegel's coming up next you're going to love his show FM 96.1 AM
0: 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.